Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Loud Ones Podcast. I am your host, Nas B, and in front of me is my beautiful host, Danny B. And so this week, we're going to be getting into something very different from last week. Last week, we talked about dancehall culture, our top five for hip hop, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Yes. Um, this week, we wanted to take a, a different turn, and we wanted to talk about the millennial woman. Yes. Um. So we definitely wanted to um, kind of delve into some of our personal experiences being millennials, um, some of the experiences that we've seen other people um, kind of go through, and just we we have a whole host of shit that we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, so you want to start off kind of what's the timeline and then maybe the definition of like millennials? So um, millennials are um, people born or or young adults and adults born between the ages of between the years of 1981 to 1996. Yes. Um basically a millennial is basically like just um a young person um yeah. in the 21st century. Um a lot of the times I feel like um people have a bad connotation about millennials mm-hmm. um which is kind of sad but it is I, I mean, I can understand why they feel like that, but because, but it's from a bias standpoint yeah. and from, from lack of understanding. I think it's not only lack of understanding. Uh, I think it's a lack of uh, ability and capability. Right. I think that a lot of times it comes from a negative place because they're not able to do the Which things that we do mm-hmm. at the pace that we do them. Yes. And so Especially think, in the workplace. Yes. And I think... From from that perspective, that people are like, yeah, kind of turned off by millennials. Yeah. Um, so that's one perception. What are other perceptions that you think society has of millennials? Um, I think um, I have a few, but I'm gonna just get into like one or two right now. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of the times, um, in our in our lives with our parents in our um, work life mm-hmm. and just in a general um just stance people feel like we don't have any patience yes and i don't think that it's that we don't have any patience we're just forward thinking yes we're one of those we're the generation that thinks like you know time is not going to wait for us yes and 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 people don't realize that it's coming from a place of um time waits from no for no one and then on top of it we're seeing our friends die yeah, we're seeing that happen a lot. So we're afraid that in my my mind, we're afraid that, yes. you know, like if we don't hurry up and get things done, things are going to we're going to fall behind. I think that to your point that um, generations before us put effectiveness over efficiency. I mm-hmm. think that with millennials, we put efficiency over effectiveness. And I say that because we're looking to how do we do things at a smarter, smarter and faster. faster. Mm-hmm but still ha- packs the same punch yes. versus pe- people before us thought about things a little differently. Yeah. Um, and anyone that works um, in development um, or anything, product development and things like that, then you would know like the waterfall methodology yeah. is similar to what I'm saying um, versus uh, agile. Yes. Um, so I think that to your point, um, I definitely agree with that. Um I also think that another perception is that um, we're not as hardworking. Yes. And 
that also goes to what I'm saying as far as putting efficiency over effectiveness. I think that's because people feel like, for instance, we don't want to grind it out. Yeah. Right. People go to jobs, they stay there for like 20, 30 years, or they'll wait four or five years for a position to uh-huh. open up for them to go for promotion. Da, da, da. When we're one of those people where we're going to gather ourselves and what our worth is, bring to the table and go knock on our boss's office and say, hey, this is what you need, need to be paid and I want to raise. Yeah. And I need a promotion yeah. or press hard for it. Because we are one of those people that can pick up a skill in what, just in this very, very short time and then be able to be really good at it. Yeah, I think that it's a very, it's a, it's a, there are are misconceptions with that because of the fact that they haven't realized that, I don't think that we we don't want to grind it out. I feel like that is why we are working so hard. We yeah. work very hard as um, millennials. At this day and age, I've seen more people graduate college than I've seen prior to. And I don't know if it's because I have we have social media or whatever, but I feel like we do grind it out. We just, we just move smarter. Yes. We use, we don't complicate things and we, we move at a pace. Like we have the internet. Yes. We I have think, that. I think we have, um, our generation produced more, um, entrepreneurs, uh, and uh, more inventors mm-hmm. more than anything um, because I say that because historically when you look back at things um, we can kind of recall specific inventors mm-hmm. of things I think not only I mean now we're considered inventors innovators and mm-hmm. things like that but I think that um, we are not just going into the workforce to work a nine to five yeah we're we want also more out of life we're looking at poss- like how can we build an empire yeah. and we're not just looking at other people and saying, Oh, that's them. They can do that. I'm going to be working nine to five. Yeah. So I definitely think that that's one thing that um yeah. we can say about our generation. And I think a lot of other generations are envious of that because they don't feel like they have the right opportunity or we didn't do it the right way or whatever. Yeah. And a lot of times people, I know that um, think millennials are lazy because what millennials and some of the millennials that I know is okay. And especially because now that we have laptops and stuff, I don't know if you, you okay. See where I'm going with this. Uh, say a, a person from um, a, a past generation sees me and you on the couch on our laptop all day they would say we're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. When reality is I'm working, working. and I'm building an empire. I can be building understand. a website. I can be building an app. I can be communicating. I can make money off of my laptop without moving. I can make money on my phone without doing anything. But because the past generations, they want to see you in the in the fields almost, right? Doing things and being proactive and up and down, up and down. Phone calls here, da da, da da It's because, again... Their mindset has not yes. evolved with the time. They don't yeah. understand that, you know, you don't have to work harder. Yes. We, again, we work smarter. We don't work as hard. So they think that we're not doing anything, mm-hmm. but we are doing anything. We're doing a lot. Mm-hmm. We're making money in our sleep when you guys had to work hard. And, that, and, and it's fine. Like, their generation before that, I'm pretty sure your generation, like my mom's generation before my my mom was born, probably thought that my mom was lazy or yeah. my mom didn't work hard enough or she did something, mm-hmm. but we've evolved. So um, 
while I feel like, you know, their misconceptions are valid, I feel like they should also try to understand us. They should understand that, you know, we're trying to make life easier for you because we're not trying to create um, just... um, household wealth we're trying to create generational wealth exactly which wealth is that really important like you know and people don't realize like you know setting your child up setting your child up for life is something that we want to do we want to be better than what our parents was so that's what i want our parents and, and not even our parents just people our yes our elders to understand it that we want the same thing that you wanted for your kids, but we're just but, doing it different. But not only that, we also are not afforded the same opportunities of like a pension. Back in the day, every company yeah. offered a pension. We're only offered 401ks. There's only a handful of companies that still offer pensions. So now we have to say we need multiple streams of rent, of, of revenue um, so that we are able to be able to provide for ourselves Financial and our family. Freedom. At a certain point, um, Social Security is not going to be around. Yeah. It's going to be depleted. Yeah. Um, so there's a bunch of things that uh, we are not afforded that the generation before us and generation before us was. Mm-hmm. So we obviously are going to be working amongst them still, yeah. but thinking completely differently and yeah. working towards a different goal um, because they have things to fall back on that we may not have. have. So that's a lot different. Um, yeah. So I, I want to talk about we're both working women. So what do you think people think about us in the workforce? And I'm saying us as just millennials, like w- millennial women. Um, I think that they think that we are... One thing I do think is that when it I have to separate us from men. Yeah. I feel like in the workplace, mm-hmm. um, they do take millennial women serious. I think we're a threat. They take us they see us as a threat. Yeah, we're definitely you, a threat. Because and and I'm sorry not to knock nobody else, but black women especially in black the women. workplace, we are a threat especially when we have our voice because and, and and we're stamped as a threat we're not they never see us as ever ever growing they never see us as uh-uh. evolving they always see us as a threat but honestly when you have a person that knows what they're doing yeah. not for nothing we are a threat mm-hmm. we are a threat because we're not settling for the shit that you think you can give us. Yeah. We're not going to settle. And we call bullshit when we see bullshit. Exactly. But you know what? People want you to... That's what people... That's what, you know, the workforce thrives on. Fear. Like, companies like yes. Apple and companies like... um, Like, like evolved millennial... Google. Yes. Google's a big one. Yes, Facebook. those companies, if you realize how much they're growing, yeah. I'm not going to say it's because of the black women because I don't know a lot of black people who work at Google, but I'm I'm just saying yeah. for millennials. Yeah. Because they respect the millennial person, they grow and they're moving. Apple is like consistently so, making money. I think I agree with that. I I think that we're we're seen as threats. Mm-hmm. Um being a woman, being a millennial on top of that. Um, I think that, um, I think another thing that people um, see us as is also, because um, uh, this is a thing, I think, I don't know, you know, because then that's kind of one and the same being intimidated anyways. Um, 
But I, I think people see us as innovators because women naturally um, are the fixers. Uh, we're naturally the ones thinking about new ways to do things because mm-hmm. of the challenges that we face as a woman daily. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, we're seen as um, the innovators. Mm-hmm. Now, that can hurt us or help us at times Mm -hmm. because um, from my personal experience working um, with the company that I work for, at times there could be people who just want to do things the The old way. way. Yeah. Um, For instance, people want to do things and have it documented on paper where I'm like, oh, let's just do this electronically, email it over. And then we don't, we save space X, Y, Z or create formulas so that I don't need to keep filling something out for pages and pages, I can just have something formally driven. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that when people see that and they're like, oh, here's this bitch that wants to change things. Mm-hmm. She wants to create new things. Some yeah. people take that, you know, they get very frustrated with that because um, oftentimes in my um, career, um, my job is to uh, be um, innovative and yeah. um, and look to make things more efficient. Right. So, that's very, very, very big in my career. So a lot of times when I go and look at a process, people get so upset when they're mm-hmm. like, when when I question, like, why do you do these things? Yeah. Like, why? Because in my mind, I'm not trying to be rude, but, like, why didn't you think about doing something faster if you already have, like, the tools the to tools do it? The tools to do it. It just frustrates the it's, it's shit just that, out of Their me. mind doesn't move like ours. We are no. we're always trying to make something better. Um, um, career-wise, Mm-hmm. where do you see where did you think you would have been so um that's actually a really good thing to ask so this is something i do want to talk about people don't understand like the millennial struggle yeah because you can have this perfect picture of how your life is going to go mm-hmm. and you can think that you know everything is going to be beautiful and it's just going to go um as planned and it doesn't. That's yeah. something that I can say, like, the older generations have over us is that they have more strength when it comes to, you know, dealing when dealing with things when they don't go your way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what promoted me to follow God because it's kind of hard mm-hmm. to see everybody's life going so great or see this false depiction on social media. Yeah. And then your life which you pictured was going so well mm-hmm. or should should have gone so well, didn't go like how it went at all. Yeah. I went, got through college. We had a great time through college, you know, just being fun, mm-hmm. having all of those things. And that's something I can say that we do need to do as millennials is listen to our parents when they say certain things mm-hmm. because they do know what they're talking about mm-hmm. because history repeats itself. Yeah. Um. I went through college, did all that stuff, you know, had a great job graduating college. It wasn't in my field. Got fired. Mm. You get fired, and you're there for six months looking for a job. It's hard. When I tell you, it is so hard Yeah, to fight off the demons of depression and anxiety. And I think that, that also... That, our riddles, our, that riddles our, our generation. And depression, depression, anxiety. anxiety. That's a whole nother episode. It, 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 it riddles that could, our yeah. mind because... We're not prepared for that. Yeah. We're not prepared for that defeat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I 
uh, veered off a little bit from what I originally thought I was going to do. So I um, had two career um, paths, one in fashion and one being a finance analyst. And um, I don't know, I always wanted to be a finance analyst. Um, And then I started going to school for fashion, um, took a semester off because freaking financial aid didn't come in enough time. And so when I re-registered for school, they accidentally coded something wrong in the system and changed my major without me knowing. So I ended up getting a different degree. Mm -hmm. And then from there on, I was like, you know what, fuck it. Let me just finish it out. And then my second degree I got in finance. Um, When I graduated, I graduated early. So when I graduated in December, I got a job in kind of my, and basically in my, in in my industry, like a month later. Mm -hmm. I was lucky because a lot of the people, my fellow graduates um, did not have that same experience. Mm-hmm. And so I have been lucky to be in the same field and career and be able to be successful. Um, but I have struggled with uh, the millennial itch of wanting to mm-hmm. pursue my other dreams and goals, which mm-hmm. at times it takes longer to get to the bag when mm-hmm. you do certain things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you fall into the trap of being an adult Mm -hmm. and wanting to have a certain lifestyle, Mm -hmm. but not necessarily follow your dreams. So um, where I was, I'm like, okay, fine. Like, Mm -hmm. I I think where I am now, I'm happy where I am. I mean, there's things where I thought I would be different, but I I would say that it it panned out to to kind of be what I was thinking. Okay. Um, My career path was originally to be a doctor, and because really? yeah um and i still have hopes of like maybe pursuing something very close like well not you'd be a physician assistant yeah that's what i'm that's what because i'm going for all you um, need is a four year degree yeah um so you know that's something that we didn't talk about. Like mm-hmm. the, as, that's something as a millennial we didn't do. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to the fact that when we're in college, we're not supposed to be bullshitting. We're mm-hmm. there to to get our education. Um, I bullshitted in my undergrad. I didn't gra- I didn't fail out or anything, but I just wasn't a contender to go straight to law um to medical school. <laughs> um, and and this is how I'm just gonna give you a little. Like yeah. just a just a sum of what happened. I went, you know, I got my good job after college. Um, uh, went to school for one year or mm-hmm. was going to to grad school, mm-hmm. getting a post back, and I just realized like you know this isn't for me right now. Like mm-hmm. I need to take a break because right now it's not for me. Mm-hmm. That was a bad decision, but I think it was the best decision I made. Okay. Shortly after that, maybe like a year and a half later, I lost my job. I was unemployed for six months. Mm-hmm. Um. I thank God that I wasn't depressed and thank I thank God for my friends and my family yeah. and my mom and my just everybody in my support system for being there for me because they definitely helped me get through that. Um and then I ended up getting a job in hospital. Something I had been trying to get for years. Yeah. And now, now in my life is where I'm finally in the path back into my degree. I'm I'm back in school. I'm, you know, I got one more year left. I'm I got a new job in the Are you going for your graduates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um um, in histotechnology, uh, excuse me, um, and I now have a job using my degree in the lab. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it takes time, yeah. it, especially if you're not planning right. So 
for for the people who are in this generation of millennials, I just say that like think ahead. That's something I want to say. Like we think about the future, but sometimes we have to think about the little moment. Mm-hmm. And that's just a bit of advice I give to yes. our millennials because we're following social media and we believe that social yeah. media is reality and it's really not. And create your own path. I think that um, yeah. don't follow someone else's path because that outcome is not going to be the same. Because mm-hmm. um, I, me being one of five mm-hmm. children, um, my siblings have... Um, kind of pushed me to kind of follow similar paths that they went on. Mm-hmm. My All my sisters went to big colleges. Mm-hmm. I decided to stay in the city on purpose because I didn't want to end up with that hefty bill Yeah, and not be able to live my life. I mm-hmm. wanted to make sure I'm able to pay off yeah, whatever you thought, I need you to. You thought about it right. Um, I thought about things differently. I figured as long as I work hard, I can get to where I want to be. Yeah. Um, and as long as I played the game right, Mm-hmm. And making sure that every year or two I'm questioning myself, my position, my career, and my value. Yes. And I'm always assessing and reassessing and assessing my value, my market value, mm-hmm. um, my knowledge, my skill set, and what I can do. And I'm always looking at what's trending in the mm-hmm. industry that I'm in so that I can stay ahead of yeah. my peers. So I'm lucky to have that mindset um, because I've seen my friends, relatives, whatever, follow very differently and kind of get stuck, mm-hmm. which other generations tend to do. Yeah. Um. So I want to know, our parents at our age, mm-hmm. what was your mom doing? My mom, my mom, um, just briefly go into it, my mom, she, um, when I, she was my age, she was nowhere near where I am right now. Yeah. Um, she was, she was, you know, like she had just came up from Jamaica at that time, 19, I believe like 1971. She came in, I think she was like 18 or 19. I don't mm-hmm. remember how old, but when she was my age, she wasn't even married yet. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she hadn't really developed um, her lifestyle, but you know, it was different at that time. Yeah. You know, it was, my mom was on her fourth child and married. <laughs> my mom didn't even get, my mom was a late married. She married yeah. late. She, um, she got married when she was 29 and she had her my siblings and then she had me when she was 40. So mm-hmm. you know um I feel like my mom was in a different space. Yeah. My dad, I'm not too familiar where he was at the time. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, my parents, I don't think that I don't think our struggle is much different. My mom hadn't even accomplished. I feel like I've superseded my parents um goals for me because you know even though i had hiccups i still stayed strong and i still and i I think that's what my parents really just wanted wanted for me to just have some form of independence even though i lean on them sometimes i still feel like you know i was able to form some kind of independence i definitely agree with you because um my mom always i've i've passed surpassed what she wanted for Mm -hmm. me but at my um my mom's age she definitely was married with four kids at the time and Mm -hmm. and things like that um really quickly so guys we're going to be doing a part two of Mm -hmm. this episode because this episode um we have a lot that we want to get into yeah um the conversation is i think a very big conversation to have about millennial women yeah um i don't 
I don't have a Nobby for this week. Yeah. Um, um, we can save it for the next episode. Yeah. And we can kind of get into that. But um, we just really wanted to start the conversation about millennials. And we wanted to start it yeah. with women because we are women. Yes. Because there is a part two to this episode, we really want you guys to send your feedback in regards to this. Um, and what you want us to talk about in the yeah. next the next episode, um, so that we can make sure that we we kind of bring you guys yeah. into the conversation. Yeah, um, we do really want you guys to have um, a kind of feel for it. So, um, we would really love your feedback on like things that you feel like millennials do and how you feel like it impacts your community and com- impacts you as a as a whole in our our community. I would yes. say that. Um, as a whole so please send us our feedback um, please look on our Instagram page and all of that um, good the stuff. loud ones podcast on Instagram you can email us yes. um, your input um, that's going to be at the loud ones podcast at gmail.com yeah and we'll have a um, we will definitely have like a question and answer um, yeah. kind of session on our on, IG on our IG for that specific topic yes yes um, so follow me at um always underscore Nas on IG and then Danny what's yours um at Danny Bonaducci and also follow us on Twitter at loud ones podcast yes um yes thank you guys again so much for listening and just giving your reviews and you know just promoting like I really want to thank you guys for that it means the whole world yes shout out to to you guys so we really appreciate our listeners so until next time guys thank you again for listening to us and tuning in um this will be up on YouTube again um the the YouTube page is the loud ones podcast on YouTube so our videos are definitely coming so yes yes yes, yes. guys thank you guys